Hey everyone, it's David Wernsch. Welcome again to the Authentic Dad Podcast. Today we have Tara Stricker. She's an energy healer and she works with people on that level and soul alignment and authenticity. And it was a really interesting conversation. She even did a session on me prior uh, to the conversation. It was really cool. I never experienced anything like that. And she kind of goes into um, detail and depth about what she does. Hope everybody's well and sane and healthy. Please reach out to me, further.coach, F-U-R-T-H-U-R.coach. You can click on the contact page if you want to be a guest or know somebody who wants to be a guest. If you're interested in coaching, I'd love to hear from you. If this conversation resonates, please share it and subscribe and give us a five-star review. We really appreciate it, and we'll see you on the other side. All right. I am here with Tara Stricker. She is an international life coach and energy healer. And where are you based in? Medicine Hat, Alberta, Canada. Oh, Medicine Hat is a place. It is like, a place. Is that a typo? Oh, my God. You know, <laughs> Americans not great with geography. She spent um, 20 years of her life working in the human services field. After the sudden passing of her husband, she decided she didn't want to live a life of regrets. So she started her own business. The growth of her business led her on a path of personal discovery that brought her back home to herself. She now supports others to love and embrace all of who they are by providing tools to move past unhealthy thinking patterns, limited beliefs, and in developing self-acceptance. She has and is walking the path to authenticity and guides others on their way back home to who they really are. Thank you very much, Tara, for hanging out with me. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Tell me where Medicine Hat is. <laughs> Alberta, right? Montana. Yeah, we are about an hour and a half from the Montana border. So. Oh, not too far. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have never been to Montana or Alberta, but, you know, as Vancouver and Montreal and Toronto. Do you ever dip into uh, Montana or not? Whenever, usually? when we're allowed to. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, Pre-COVID. Yeah, with the borders being closed, we haven't been. But yeah, it's really close. And so a lot of um, Canadians drive down there because there's stuff you can get down in the States that you can't get up here. Uh -huh. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, Are there like a lot of Montana people coming up there too? Yep, because our drinking age is lower. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> Was it 18? 18 here, yeah. And did, and did you... Yeah, cannabis is legal. Yeah. I don't know what... I mean, it's starting to become pretty legal everywhere here too. I'm not sure about Montana... But is it? It's completely recreationally legal in Canada. Oh yeah, my my town's goal, I guess, or I heard this. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's true. Is claim to fame is to have the most pot stores. So, oh, is it like yeah. a bit? Is it sort of like a hippie town, or just happens to have a lot of pot stores? Or? Um, no, just happens to have a lot. Yeah. Do you think it has something to do with being near the border? No. It might. I might, have no yeah. idea. I've never really thought of it. I uh -huh. just heard that once that that's what our mayor was trying to do, or I don't know if that's true or not, but whatever. <laughs> did, did you grow up there? I did. Yep. Born yeah. and raised, um, lived overseas for a couple years um, yeah. and then back. Yeah. All right. So I wanted to talk to you because I'm fascinated with energy and energy healing. That's what you're doing now. And you didn't start that way. So bring us back. Tell us your story. Okay, so like you kind of said in the bio, um, my whole life obviously changed. Um, my husband mm -hmm. got sick and um, died three months later. 
and mm. I was in, I was a social worker um, in the trade. Anyhow, I'll just say that because I did a whole bunch of different jobs. And one of the most profound things that kind of over the whole illness, we did this whole big, he had a spiritual awakening. Um, I would say I was at that point, I thought I was spiritual, but um, never realized how much more I could be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and he had kind of his spiritual awakening and I guess facing death, that's kind of what you do. Um, but one of his biggest things was that he regretted not being a dog trainer because he always wanted to train dogs. Oh, interesting. And then literally on his deathbed, he was like, I wish I would have because um, he left the military and he definitely could have done it. But there was all these fears and limiting yeah. beliefs and he couldn't see past um, what he knew and he couldn't envision that. And so I just kind of that sat with me and hit me like a ton of bricks. And I was like, yep, I'm kind of doing that, too, because I felt like I was as much as I loved working with people and I still do. I felt like my hands were really tied in social work. Um, come to now, I know exactly yeah. why, because it's the uh, spirituality was the part of it, but yeah. the energy healing and things like that, that I was missing out on, I think. Well, really. there's, there's no hands tied in energy work, right? It's just <laughs> nope. kind of the opposite. What um, if and my heart goes out to you and I'm very sorry to hear that that happened and how long were you guys married and when did he pass away? Um, we were married. I'm not so not good at dates. Um, Approximately. We were, we were married. <laughs> it was actually just after would have been our seventh year anniversary, mm-hmm. like a week after. Um, and uh, sorry, what was your other question? I Oh, um, how long ago has it been since he passed? Oh, it'll be seven years this this September. Okay. So yeah, it's been Got a it. it's been a while. It's been um, quite a journey, and I appreciate the condolences. Um, one of the most tragic and one of the hardest things to go through in life, but has brought me to one mm. of the best places I've ever been. So, I mean, it kind sounds of a- like that. Unfortunately, however you want to look at it, was a catalyst to what you're what you're doing. That there was a sense, as you said, you felt spiritual, or there was a sense. But after having been with him at the end of his life and having I, I guess done some healing with him. It was, it, that that was sort of the awakening you had as well, right? That that this could yeah. really work and be powerful. Definitely, and I mean, it didn't. And that's the thing about energy healing is it's not necessarily to save you physically. It can, mm-hmm. if that's kind of part of your path, but it's it's about healing the soul, yeah, and um, healing things that that can bring you to a better place in life. And that's what I love about the energy healing. Um, and that was, to be honest, kind of why I was like, I don't know if I want to do it as a service because mm-hmm. to say healer, people are like, okay, well, I'll fix my, you know, cancer or fix this. Right. And it's a possibility if that's part of your plan, but there's so much more beyond that, um, than the physical. So, yeah, yeah, no, it has that connotation, connotation. I think when people think of like a, like a person putting their hands, you know, what over someone's heart and then all of a sudden the tumor disappears or something Mm -hmm. what if you don't mind like what did the healing or the work that you did with your husband look like so it's um i do flower essence healings Mm -hmm. so i use the bach flower essences and we energetically bring them up to clear up soul issues um 
and you actually had experienced yeah well that. i experienced it and it, we 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 spoke before you know we recorded this and and we did a mini session and it was really cool and we can talk about that like flesh it out for people mm -hmm. um what it what it is and what it looks like okay did you want to do that now or do you want to uh, no no explain it i explain it to them okay so um, I use the box flower essences, like I said, and they mm -hmm. they come up under soul issues. So mm -hmm. there's about a hundred soul issues um, listed alphabetically, everything from like abandonment, inner child, uh -huh. um, self-blame, criticism. Of course, there's like the big ones like abuse, things like that. Um, and then each of those areas has usually about five to 10 flowers that hold a specific frequency that can kind mm -hmm. of help you shift your energy. Um, some of them will specifically help you release. So I do um, every week on my social media platforms, I do a wellness Wednesday. So I'll just talk about the one I did today. Um, oh. It came up under inner child. So that was a soul issue. Well, how does and it come it, up? How does it come um, up? Intuitively. Oh, yeah, I that's... use my pendulum. It's a bit <laughs> right. depends on what um, depends on how grounded I'm feeling and how centered mm -hmm. I'm feeling. I'll use my pendulum more all intuitively. This one today jumped out at me like I was picking up the book and it's like inner child, and I'm like okay. Mm -hmm. um, and then under inner child, it was a flower essence of beach, which I understand is a is a tree, but it's still one of considered a flower essence. Um, and that essence specifically helps with criticism and self-criticism. And so in under the area of inner child, it was talking about um, healing kind of the wounds from childhood mm. where you picked up being really critical of others and expecting perfection. And of course, when we're critical of others, that means that our self-judgments are over the top too. And so it's healing on the level of your own self-judgment healing that um, healing that pattern of learning to be so judgmental and expecting perfectionism and everything else from yourself. Um, yeah. So, and then once it comes up in a session with me, um, the flowers that come up will absolutely be perfect for you. I'm people are always amazed at what comes up. They're like, okay. Um, a lot get really weepy when I read out the description of them because they are like, that <laughs> is putting into words exactly what I'm going through. Like, it's kind of like, yeah. it's almost like that confirmation of, okay, I'm not crazy or I'm not making this up. Like this is, there's words for what's going on for me right now. Um, and then we just bring it in energetically. And mm -hmm. so we ask it to come in and we ask for the energy to come in and to assist you with whatever you're kind of, whatever fits for you within the explanation um, or what you want to release. So like with the inner child one today, um, if you wanted to bring it in to release self-judgment or to open up to um, universal love or love from the spiritual world, unconditional love from the spiritual world, um, whatever kind of words resonate with you the most. And then you just ask it to come in. And you'll feel it come into your body. Most people are really amazed. Um, you'll feel warm, tingly waves. I usually feel waves down my back, um, mm -hmm. which is really cool. Uh, but, you know, I've felt hot, cold. Um, some people, not th that it happens often, but it shifts right. energy so much that I had one who had to, um, who actually got like physically ill, like had mm. to stop for a minute and 
but was this remotely or was it in yeah it was remotely Mm -hmm. so um it was just so cleansing to her that she literally had to (laughs) detox at that point so yeah it it can be a variety of usually after it's kind of like when you get a massage you um you tend to feel a little bit drained tend to feel a little bit tired and the flower essence are beautiful in the fact that they are not usually they're powerful but they're not aggressive they're very subtle Mm -hmm. so you'll just kind of notice maybe your thoughts have changed or maybe you know I had one client who hated doing laundry so had mounds of laundry and after her session she just woke up and was like inspired and did all her laundry just did it and things like that so it's not like it's like a smack in the face or anything it's these subtle Mm -mm. little changes that kind of be like oh i used to think this way and now i don't (laughs) and so it's it's beautiful energy that it does so that's one of it's it's an interesting modality i've 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 heard of you know reiki and um energy medicine i haven't heard of the flower essences until until we spoke and we you and i were having conversation and all of a sudden you whip out this uh, essence and it was very very accurate description of part of my personality and part of what was happening in the moment mm-hmm. and so somehow you intuitively picked the right one you described it almost like a typology you yep. know boom 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 it's like yep it was a hundred percent right on which is cool and then there was sort of uh, the way i saw it is a way of like bringing uh, releasing it yeah and and you know that that worked because um, it sort of stopped my story of what was happening in the moment and say, look, this is what's going on. And you really say, and yeah, I don't, you said it's intuitive and it must've been because we were just talking and all of a sudden you're very accurately describing um, it, it. Like it really, it almost felt like a typology, like a personality thing. It's like, all right, here are the traits. Here's what's happening. It was like, wow, it was good. Good job. And that was just like five minutes. So yeah. I, I can imagine it's more effective when you when you stay with it for longer. Well, and usually in a session we do like it, it totally depends on what you come with and what you want. But um, source, spirit, the universe, whatever provides exactly what you need. Um, and so usually it's about seven to ten, but some of them can be really, really deep. And as I'm sure, you know, um, on your spiritual journey, things kind of go in a spiral. Mm-hmm. So you kind of come back to the same thing over and over and over again. And it's like, Definitely. you kind of get layers. Um, and so a lot of times, like you may have to bring a certain essence in a couple times, or um, it may come up and then you'll do three more and then it'll come up again. And it's like, just, it's interesting to see how it works. Um, I just go with whatever comes up because I don't, I, I don't pretend to have all the answers. I just, I am the vehicle, I guess, to share that wisdom. I actually thought it was pretty grounded. It wasn't, you know, it just was like pretty solid information and advice. It wasn't some out there thing. And I'm, and I'm totally fine with out there, <laughs> but it wasn't really. It was like, that's pretty right on. So I was, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Like I said, it's, I've had quite a few people who are just like, their jaws just drop after mm. I read the explanation of the flower essence because they're like, ah, oh, that's totally. Or when I tell them to listen for what they want to bring in or what they want assistance with, they're like, um, all of that. And it's like, yep, I know. And it I it also it, like- cured my psoriasis immediately. <laughs> it was amazing. I don't know how you did it. It did. No, I'm just, uh, I was going to say, really? No. It could no, have been. 
Um, yeah. So it's, uh, it's nice. Like I said, powerful yet subtle and a lot of, um, because mind, body, and soul are always connected. So some of it will do some physical healing. Um, like for example, peppermint can help with digestion, but it also helps calm the mind and it explains. So for peppermint, peppermint, uh, it clears my sinuses. <laughs> That's what nice. I do. Well, and it, it's, um, it helps to calm the stomach, the mind mm-hmm. gut by, um, balancing our energy centers because too much energy is focused in, and I'm going to get this wrong, but too much is in the stomach. So it helps mm-hmm. calm the mind and it'll calm the stomach and spark the mind. So mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, so are you working with the, um, like if you're in person with someone like the essential oils or nope. no, we do it exactly how we did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just enter, you ask it to come in because energy is all around us. Um, and all you're doing is you are in effect, if you want to say casting a spell or you're just asking for that plant medicine, that energy, that frequency to come and help so, you. So it's just the energy of, of the flower. It's, you're not, mm-hmm. there's nothing physical. Um, nope. There's no, there's no flowers involved. It's physical. No. Yeah. So of, of all the modalities, how did one become, get into this one? Um, a, how'd you get into it? How'd you learn it? How, you know, why, why this one over something else? Cause there, there, there are different ones. There are definitely. So when my husband was sick, we were working with, um, a spiritual, I don't even know what to call him. Spiritual leader, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, and he uses this in his practice, but because we were doing so much work with my husband, he taught me how to do it so that we could just do it on our own. Um, and then I did, we did tons with my husband over the three months that he was alive and ill. And then, um, yeah, it's just something that like clicked with me. It's something that resonates with me and I love him. (laughs) And I love how you said, you know, look, I didn't cure his him physically, but it gave him a lot of comfort, and it sort of maybe um, helped helped his soul a lot, which is pretty important on your always, but particularly on your deathbed, I think. Absolutely, and that's, I mean, that's where, yes, like I said, it didn't heal him physically, but that wasn't part of his life plan. Mm-hmm. Um, it got him to a really good place um, before he passed, which was beautiful um, for him to experience that. A shame it couldn't have been longer, but like I said, our paths are our paths, I believe. And so my job or my role in that wasn't to heal physically because that's, that was his path. Um, But like I said, and it's, it's so interesting all because I do them for myself regularly, mm-hmm. whenever kind of I'm feeling off. Um, it's interesting how much we hold on to and how much we keep that we don't even realize that we don't have to, and that we can do something like that simply to just let that energy go um, and move it. That was my experience with the, the five minutes um, that it was like, <laughs> you identify the energy, here it is, correct, 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 and then let me let it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. And it can shift really that fast. It doesn't have to be this big, huge thing. Things can shift. Everything's energy. So it can shift that fast. 
you sound like you had kind of a con conventional job, right? You were a social worker. You're like yeah. normal <laughs> office job kind of thing. So what was it like telling family, friends, whoever, you know, I'm out of this gig. I'm going to be mm -hmm. an energy healer. What was that like? <laughs> Coming out of the spiritual closet. That's yeah. what I call it anyhow. Yes. Um, it, it was a slow process. So my mm -hmm. family is, um, and I guess my friends, because I always kind of had that side. Like I said, I was always kind of spiritual. Um, but it was definitely something that wasn't out there. So it was kind of, you know, like I've always gone more herbal and things like that, more holistic with my health. And I mean, I would talk to people about when I was doing things or when I was doing healing sessions and, and everything, but um, to put it out there that I'm doing this now, it's kind of, it's kind of scary. And like I said, that was one of the first roadblocks is when you say you're an, a healer or an energy healer, it's like, mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you know, it kind of feels really heavy and it feels like mm -hmm. people are going to expect miracles from you. And the more I kind of played with it in a, in a, whatever way you want to say, but the more you go, that's not my role. My role is just to be here as yeah. a guide, as an assistance for those who want it. And it's yes. not for me to fix everybody. You don't have a magic <laughs> wand, right? You're yeah. just, you're, you're going to guide someone and help them in this yeah. particular way. And that's wonderful because yeah. there are probably some people walking around thinking they have a magic wand. Yeah, no, I don't claim that. And mm -hmm. I, I mean, like I said, I truly feel this is my gift, the mm -hmm. energy healing um, and soul alignment. Um, and I'm just here to offer my services and do what I can mm -hmm. to help those who want to, I guess. This, this may be hard to answer, but um, the intuition, what does it look like for you? Is it like a visual or do you just get this sense or how does it show up when you are choosing a particular essence or is it maybe you don't know i mean how does it, is it just poof what does it look like um usually for me because i have the reference book for the bog flower essences mm -hmm. so when i'm doing essences there's the list of them and i'll just okay. like and the pay like it's like that word just goes whoa, whoa, oh, cool. and it kind of Sorry, I did a visual there. It mm -hmm. kind of like jumps off the page at me and it's like, okay. And it's almost like the rest of the words I can't really see. I can like this morning's when I saw inner child, I flipped the page over and that's all I could see was inner child. And it's like, okay, yeah, you, that's yeah, what's coming up for me. Came out and you just had, you had that sense. And yeah, because we use the word intuition and then just wonder what that looked like in what you do. So that that's cool. So you look through the book and boom, poof. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and like I say, I have days that I'm off and then those days I use my pendulum or if I'm mm -hmm. kind of like, it, it's, it's getting to know what yours feels like. Um, a lot of mine comes from my sacral or from my gut. So mm -hmm. if I do, you know, like if inner child came up and then I looked the list of inner child flower essences is, I don't know, I think there's 30 on the page or something mm -hmm. and I'll just where I focus, but it'll kind of feel maybe not right. So then I'll kind of check in or if I can't, if I'm kind of feeling off that day or not, not totally myself, then I will check with my pendulum. Tell but, me about that. What's it the pendulum? How does that work? So um, to use the pendulum, um, you can buy them at pretty much mm -hmm. anywhere. Um, the healer that I was working with specifically made mine for me. Um, 
but what I did is I program, programmed it for myself. Um, and you just, you get connected with the stone. So I wore it my bra, but you can just close to your skin or keep it with you for a bit. So that it kind of, the energy connects with you and then you clear it and then you program it to say yes and no. Mm-hmm. I sneezed. <laughs> and, yeah. Bless you. Thank you. Um, and then that's how it says yes and no. So you can ask it yes and no questions. So um, with the fire essences before when I wasn't using my intuition at all, like I said, it's all listed. So I'd be like, is it in column one? No. Is it in column two? Yes. Is it this half? Is it that half? <laughs> it sounds a little bit like some of them are archetypes. Can you just give me a sample of some of the the possible things? Or, you know, inner child is one. What are some other ones? Um, I grab it. I have it right here. So, mm-hmm. like I said, abandonment, mm-hmm. um, centeredness, challenge, um, choice, okay. children. There's so many. Confidence is all a common one. Spiritual emergency or opening. Um, true uh, self. So it could be anything under the sun. Pretty much, yeah. They're, like I said, there's about a hundred of them. So, and, and w- was the book that where who wrote the book? Where did you get the book? Uh, Doctor Bach. So Dr. Bach. It, yes, <laughs> he did the flower essences. I'm not even gonna try and remember the date. A long time mm-hmm. ago. Um, and he actually like you can buy them physically and take huh? them. Um, and he just figured or found that each flower kind of holds a specific vibration and then wrote kind of the book, the Bible on what flower essences do, like which flower does what kind of holds, what kind of energy and helps with what kind of soul issues. So is he still around or is he, I don't believe so. Yeah, It's been a long time, but there is the flower essence society. So his stuff's still mm-hmm. widely used and you can still the, probably the most common is rescue remedy. That one's found fairly common. Um, and that is one that's used for trauma and grief um, and shock. And so, I mean, you could do the same as we did, you know, bringing the essence in. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have to go buy it. You can just ask for a rescue remedy to come in and assist you if you are going through trauma or loss or grief. Are there any other energy practices besides this that you personally <laughs> practice or, or use? There or is- are. Mm-hmm. Um, I also do um, energy release points. So the same healers that I worked with before, she wrote a book on using the meridians of the body, kind of like in acupuncture. Yeah. And each point has a specific um, soul issue or soul kind of lesson tied to it. Mm-hmm. So I use that as well, which is kind of the same. And then I also do energetic belief system changes, which um, is great because a lot of times we try to change the belief system in our mind, but there's still energy kind of in our energy bodies or kind yeah. of in our physical body that holds on to that belief. How do you do so that? When... That looks, that sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So um, again, it's, you just, you do, you ask it to um, release the old one mm-hmm. and then you feel that energy leave and then you set the intention and set a new one. So a common belief is, a common core belief is um, I'm not worthy. Mm-hmm. So you would release the I am not worthy and you'd ask it to come into your energy field, energy body, and then um, feel that energy leave. Mm-hmm. And then you would bring in I am worthy and then you'd feel that energy come in and again, get ask it to come in at all. Um, the interesting thing with that though, a lot of them, there's core beliefs 
and like I'm not worthy. But then there's like a whole bunch of thousands of other little ones that oh yeah, like, definitely that tie in. And so lots of times when we do it, um, and they're subtle. They're so oh so subtle, sneaky. <laughs> yes, they are. And so it would be clearing out all of those. And you just it's kind of like the flower senses again. Mm. You just feel the energy shift. You feel. I've done belief systems for myself and for others yeah. where they just are like, Oh, like, well, they just yeah, feel like I the mean, weight's gone. It makes sense. Even if you don't believe in an energy field, like thoughts are energy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, and every, every thought is like a spell cast or an intention set, whether you want it to or not, yeah. you're still setting that. So, yeah. Have you ever done EFT, the tapping? I have, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't teach it. Um, it's something I use. It's in my toolkit. It's not yeah. often. Um, but again, everyone is kind of drawn to their own right. their gifts and what they're drawn to. So um, I definitely see the benefits of EFT. It's just something yeah. that's not attractive to me. I found it very helpful for me years ago. Not a regular practitioner, and for those who don't know, EFT, emotional freedom technique, is basically a, just tapping, you know, on different points in the body, and whether whether it's placebo or not, don't think it matters because it because it was very helpful for anxiety, mm-hmm. you know. So while you're tapping on these particular points, you're you know sometimes saying certain 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 scripts and about releasing the anxiety and sort of telling yourself it it's okay that you have it and accepting it and in some ways feeling it. I've, I found it pretty effective. Absolutely. And I've had some success with it too, but like I said, it's just not one that I necessarily am drawn to. Yeah. I have it in my toolkit and I can do it, but, um, which is kind of when I do like, um, the coaching that I do is soul alignment sessions Mm -hmm. and it's, it's kind of that I have a whole lot of tools and I have a whole lot of wisdom and I have a whole lot of clarity I guess let's say and intuition so we just kind of go with whatever's kind of coming up I do some past life clearing stuff and so in a session with me it's not not scripted definitely not scripted yeah um and it's maybe a flower essence will come up maybe it'll be more traditional um coaching type techniques maybe it'll be a um an energy release point, or maybe it'll be like yeah. a past life thing. Or something. You, you, you got, you literally have it. a whole toolbox. It sounds like, and you choose, pick and choose, <laughs> and that's good. Well, I'm curious about that term soul alignment. What do you see that as? What does that mean to you? Um, you see it? To me, that is coming back to the truth of who we are, mm. which is that we are all perfect. We are all, that's why I say love and embrace all of who we are, because I think that's where a lot of our, crap comes from is yeah. coming away from who we truly are which we are all spiritual beings we are all perfect we are um i call it light our soul is light and so when we start getting our conditioning we start moving off of that with the oh i should do this i need to do this this is how i'm a good girl this is how i'm a good mm-hmm. boy that kind of stuff and all of that i see as i'm doing the hand movements pulls yeah. us away from who our truth is um and then we just start believing that, okay, to be a good person, I have to do this and this and this and this and this. Um, but that maybe is not your truth. And so for me, soul alignment is, you know, what is the right path for you? Absolutely. A hundred percent. 
but usually yeah. you can't hear that because of all that crud, <laughs> that programming, all that right. crap that you've taken on. And so in the soul alignment session, it's getting you back to hearing that wisdom, to clearing whatever needs to be cleared so that you can move forward with the confidence and with the love and acceptance that you deserve for yourself. Yeah, and I think that's right on. And it seems as the, the further we get away from that or the more misaligned it can kind of feel the more and more pain. Mm -hmm. um, Absolutely. Actually, yeah, a coach said that to me once. It's like, well, you're not, this doesn't seem like, it seems like you're getting, when you're getting misaligned is when you start to feel that, um, whatever it is, it could be anxiety. It could be uh, emotional pain. It could be stress. Mm -hmm. but i th i think that's true i think that's exactly right yep um so i like that definition thank you <laughs> you're welcome and so yeah when you do come home to yourself that doesn't mean it's done like that's not the last chapter right. there's still lots of stuff um because we're always growing and learning and changing but when yeah. you're aligned to who you are you make decisions based on who you are not who you think you should be or who you've been told to be or what you think you should do. Yeah. And so you don't feel that, you know, like I just see so many people who are like not happy in their jobs or, you know, well, that's a big one or not happy in their relationships, but it's, well, I need to do this to be a good wife or I need to do this to be a good husband or I need to be married because I need to be in a relationship. Mm. And all of that stuff just keeps piling up and piling up and piling up. And in my belief system, no wonder people are ill because that's a lot of crap to take on. <laughs> well, I think what you said is right. So it doesn't mean you won't have problems in your life. Bad things won't happen, but it, I have this image for whatever reason of a bicycle. Like um, if it's tuned up and you have air in your tires and everything, you know, you're going to have a much better ride. It Absolutely. doesn't mean, it doesn't mean I'm not going to fall off or, mm -hmm. or that I'm going to hit a pothole, but, but it, it's going to ride better and it's going to feel like, you know, on the path is, is going to be a lot smoother maybe and feel more natural and less resistance. I don't yep, know. Exactly. I don't know if that's a good metaphor, but for that's what pops <clears throat> in my head. Well, that's know. very cool. Um, for me, it's a storm mm -hmm. and it's like the storm clouds come in and before the storm clouds would be weeks, if not months, if not years long. And it would just feel like, heavy and dark and that's the anxiousness the depression the like all those yucky yuckies um now the storms still come in but they roll out and i know mm -hmm. that they're gonna roll out and i'm not stuck in them because i know that there's sun beyond that and so the storm will come in yep. and it'll pass and i'll be okay um yeah another tools. way to look at it i learned you know, when your hands on the stove it, it, it doesn't stay on there for very long you know because you've learned it boop, maybe a second versus before it was Five oh yeah or something yeah definitely and that's kind of like we were talking about with the spirals so lots of times um until i realized that it was like oh again like seriously i dealt with this mm -hmm. and then it'd be like oh again and then it would be almost like it would start its own little spiral of self beat up and self-judgment right. because you, i was going through the you, same thing I again thought I, thought I mastered that i thought i had that yeah. and now <laughs> ugh, this crap again and now and it's I've had like, I've had that experience. And then every time I'm like, again, I'm like, dude, you've been through this. You know, <laughs> this just happens, man. It does. But every time, just like a spiral, it gets easier and easier. Mm -hmm. And now the things that would take, 
like I said, months, weeks, years for me to get over. Now I'm like, hmm, okay. You know, and it's like a five second or it'll be a flower essence or something like that. Like it'll be a way shorter period of time. And that makes life so much better. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you, I always like to ask, and if you don't have an answer to this, totally okay. Do you have any other recommendations, books, podcasts, authors? You mentioned the, the doc who wrote the essence book. And yeah. um, I don't know if there's anything else that you find helpful or inspiring. Um, oh, there's so much. I should probably ask people this in advance. I feel like I feel like pull people on the spot for this. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Um, there's so many, and I, I love that question. But again, I'm gonna go with your soul knows what it needs. Mm -hmm. So I I can tell you some books that I love. Yeah. Um, and if you're drawn to them, great. So The Alchemist, I love. I've listened to that twice because I do audible books. Um, I have the book. Believe it or not, I've never read it. Oh, really? It's, I mean, it's a very famous book. It is. I read, his, I read another one of his books, which was good, called Hippie. Oh, I haven't read that one. I, I read Paolo, one of his. What, what's his name? Yeah, Paolo he's, he's written Colo. some other books. I don't know. I'm, I'm not even sure if I'm saying that right. Probably not. So yeah, that is. I read, I, read, I read Hippie because anything, anything with hippie. <laughs> You're all for that. Hippies, apparently. Nice. <laughs> Um, I'm all for it. I don't know. I was like, that's a cool title. You know. I haven't even heard of that one. So that's so funny. It was good. <laughs> um, yeah. So I loved like his. Few years, it's pretty new. Yeah. And he has such a great mm. way of interweaving. You can listen to it just as a story because it's a good story. Yeah. Or you can go, wow, there is some profound, deep knowledge in here that you're like, okay. So you can kind of have either way. So that's why I love that one. Um, I love Tara Brock stuff. She does some great hmm. stuff. She's um, she's a Buddhist psychologist. Yeah, no, she lives down the street from here. I mean, we're outside of D.C. in Maryland. She lives yeah, basically in in the hood here. Yeah, so I like her stuff. I found her stuff beneficial. Um, I listen to a lot of meditations on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And again, I just say go with what go with what you're kind of drawn to i love that answer yeah so there's where, so many great inspirations th out there so much yeah where can people find you so i am tsw life coaching mm -hmm. um and i have my website so you can find me on my website you can find me on all social media mm -hmm. so um i have a youtube channel where i do all the flower essences like i said every really? wednesday yeah cool i do I on every yeah, so I do one every Wednesday and then I put the video up and they're just short, like two every four Wednesday. Every Wednesday. I call wow. it Wellness Wednesday. Okay. And I do it for like I said, I ask for what's what's for the collective and the things that usually come up are like, yep, I can see why that one came up. And I usually talk about it in the video on why that came up, um, or why I feel that came up. And then of course Instagram, TSW Life Coaching and Facebook. And LinkedIn under my own name, so Tara Stricker. You're hard and to find. Yeah. What's that? That <laughs> you're pretty hard to find. Yeah, yeah. I know lots. <laughs> but um, yeah, and then you can also on my website sign up for. I send out emails three times a week, one with the Motivation Monday, and then I send out the Flower Essence on the Wednesday, and then I do a Surrender Sunday because Surrender is 
a spiritual topic, which is oh so fun. So I pull a Very surrender nice. card on Sunday and then we talk about kind of why that came up and how we can surrender whatever it's calling us to. That's wonderful. So. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. Will you say um, about and out for me? Just, I just, I love the Canadian about. Say it. Well, now I'm on the spot. I don't think out, I can say it. Out, about. about. Yeah, no, I like it. It's cool. <laughs> Did I say it the right way? Say, well, we'll say it again. About. Uh, yeah. So we're we're we say or I say, you know the, the about. You say about. 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 <laughs> can you do an American accent? Oh no. No. I, I do I do like the y'all part though, and I know that's oh, okay, cool. the south, but sometimes I do the y'all part. Yeah, that's a southern thing. We I don't say it, but that might we have family in Atlanta, Georgia, who says y'all. That's, mm-hmm. that's about the only one that I think. It's I interesting. I wouldn't have noticed that you were Canadian if it wasn't for the out and about. Everything oh, else really? seems sounds very American to me. Um, <laughs> this is not relevant to anything. No, no, that's okay. I just enjoy it. It's funny because that that's I've actually been asked to say that I live like I said overseas too, and I've been mm-hmm. asked to say that, and I can't even remember. There's a couple other words, a which I don't think I say, or I don't say it in the context that the joke is about. Uh, like okay. I don't, you know, because in the joke it's like, "How you doing, a?" I haven't and heard I'm you like, say that. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't say it. Um, I say it as a question, like, "Is this the right way?" a or you know like i say more as a question Mm -hmm. than i do like the joke is about pretty good podcast eh? (laughs) yeah and it's more like the hey like do you agree you didn't do that but give me give me the scene because you said you're in the prairies of alberta yes so is are you surrounded by just land right now flat (laughs) flat flat land everywhere flat land Mm um i mean i live in a small city so i have Mm -hmm. trees and stuff in the city but yeah, if I walk a block, mm-hmm. um, my city's in kind of a valley, but um, we live near um, Tyrell Museum, so we have dinosaurs, <laughs> dinosaur bones oh, around cool. here. But we're pretty much just, we look just like Montana, I would say. Mm-hmm. Big sky, flatland. We can see our sunsets and sunrises to the very last minute when there's just a little bit peeking up. So they're gorgeous. I have to say um, it, but it sounds like there's a lot of good energy out there. It's nice. It's <laughs> and I live in a smaller town, and it's it's a good community. I live in a great yeah. community, which is nice. Well, thank but you. Snow. We get snow. <laughs> okay, yeah, we got. Well, I mean, like I said, we're in, right outside DC. We get snow, but probably not like that. No, and not as cold. I don't. Yeah, think. it gets actually really cold, but probably different level. Yeah. Well, and I think you guys get that wet cold. That's not good. <laughs> mm, right now, it's pretty good. It's April. So. Mm, yes. Thank you for your time. I appreciate it. And it was lovely to talk to you. And uh, yeah, we will uh, put all of the good energy out there into the world soon and, and put all the stuff on the show notes. And awesome. thanks for everything. Well, thank you for having me. It was fun. And yeah. Cool. Thanks. Well, enjoy the prairies of Alberta. Thank you. Yeah, Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. And there you have it. That was my conversation with Tara Stricker in the prairies of Alberta. Really interesting person. She's been through a lot, and now she's kind of taking those difficult situations and making this beautiful art out of her coaching, out of her life, and living this 
really connected, authentic life. She's an interesting person. Check her website out. Really appreciated her time. And thank you all for listening. And we will absolutely, hopefully, see you next time. Like, subscribe, five-star reviews. Very much helps. Take care.